The mayor's gold chain looks heavy, and at last he stops talking to the crowd and holds up a huge pair of scissors to cut the red ribbon around the statue. Four people are behind him, holding the corners of a big, shiny black sheet, so nobody can see what's underneath. Josh Beale makes a noise like he's dying for some unknown reason, so our teacher tells him to shush, but he carries on gargling. I want to blank him out, because I'm trying to think about what Grandad said this morning. I thought he wanted to tell me an important story about the deer, but he said we were going to find a whale. I don't understand. I'm thinking about how Alzheimer's disease is making me confused too. A photographer from the local paper tells the mayor to wait a minute. Can we have some kids from the local school up there as well? He says. And a teacher. I am one of the children who get picked, and we line up either side of the mayor and pretend we're helping to hold the ribbon. Everyone counts down. Three, two, one. The scissors snip. The four people let go of the cover, and it billows above our heads, puffed up by the sea breeze. I feel the cool shadow over me as it ripples over our heads, falls and shrouds us. For a second, the world goes dark, and I smell something metallic. The people who were holding onto the cover drag it away again, and everything seems just as it was. The crowd gasp, then clap. But I have a funny feeling like someone is standing behind me. I turn round. The life-size statue is of a smooth golden bronze figure, with no nose or eyes or mouth. It is leaning over the bow of a boat, and reaching an arm to someone who is in the sea, who doesn't have a proper face either. Hey, you, little girl, the photographer says. Look this way, everyone smile. I can't stop looking at the statue of the people with no faces. I see how hard the person in the boat is reaching for the one lost at sea. I nudge Linus Drew, who is standing next to me. Who is it? I ask him. Who's who? He says. The statues. How are we supposed to know who they are if they don't have faces? Linus shrugs which is what he does a lot of the time. Our teacher hears me. They represent anyone, Mrs. Gooch says. We'll be talking about it later in class and reflecting on what we feel about the statue. I think of Grandad and how this morning he looked at me but didn't see me. It feels like the shadow of the black cover is still over me. Anyone, I say catching Mrs. Gooch's arm. How can a person be anyone? Surely they have to be someone? Well, yes, that's a good question. But this is art, Hannah, so there might be lots of possible meanings. Maybe we can find something of ourselves in it. Mrs. Gooch waits for me to say something. Is everything all right? She asks. I nod. But it's not true. Everything isn't all right, and I want to talk about it, but I've not told anyone that my granddad has Alzheimer's. All my friends know him because of all the years he used to take me to and from school. He was the BFG at the school gates who lifted us high in his arms and asked us to tell him what we'd been doing that day.
I had told my friends Grandad didn't come anymore because we'd got too big, and because I could walk to school on my own now. Alzheimer's isn't like a broken leg or the flu. It's buried in someone's brain. You can't see it. You just notice what's missing. People don't like it when it's something to do with brains and not being normal. We line up to go back to school, and I am partnered with my friend, Megan. Mrs. Gooch walks beside us. Megan? Mrs. Gooch says. What did you think of the statue? I thought it was nice because it's to remember all the people who helped save lives at sea. Megan says. Yes, it is.